With about 24 hours to digest the Sun Devils' embarrassing loss to Utah, I've got some raw reactions to give you guys to the game on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Levels Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Levels. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Wherever you get your podcasts, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. And of course, you can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrad36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Typical with a loss is an unfiltered, unscripted reaction to the game. That's what we're getting today. Uh, This one will be nice and tight. I'm not going to do the offense in the first and defense in the second half of the podcast. Uh, We're going to knock it out pretty much in the first half. And then second half, I'm going to give you guys just kind of my overall feelings here. So we'll go ahead and start with the offense or lack thereof. The Sun Devils had 83 yards of offense. 83 yards of total offense in this game, 43 rushing 40 passing in this game. They went one of 16 on third down, 16 third downs. You converted one of them, one of four on fourth downs, eight of 29 through the air. You were completing under or just around 25% of your passes. 43 yards on 29 carries, not even two yards a carry. You got absolutely smothered offensively. There was nothing to write home about. Trenton Borgay gets injured in the game. Jacob Conover comes in, and since this is unscripted and unfiltered, I'm not going to lie, I can't think of very many quarterbacks that I have seen play worse at the collegiate level than Jacob Conover. That was abysmal. And he didn't look good when he came in during the Fresno State game either. So from what we've seen of him on the field this year, he is 11 of 38 passing for 130 yards, zero touchdowns, and three interceptions. He's also been sacked five times. That's unbelievably bad. We can just call it as it is. I'm, I apologize if his family's listening to this, but... It, it it's not good, man. It was one of the biggest reasons we lost this game is the inability to move the football. Now, with that being said, defensively, these guys got run over by the 11th or 12th best offense, depending on the statistic you were looking at in the Pac-12. They gave up 161 passing yards, which isn't a lot, but then you have to understand They were completing just under 70% of their passes. They went 19 of 28, and they threw four touchdowns. Bryson Barnes entering this game, who threw the four touchdowns, had four on the entire year. He doubled his touchdowns in one game. Uh, Devon Vele, who I highlighted as someone that I was worried about, showed you exactly why. Seven catches, 56 yards, two touchdowns, his first two touchdowns of the year, by the way. They ran you over to 352 rushing yards, 
I'm going to say that again in case you didn't hear. 352 rushing yards on 49 carries. Over seven yards a carry. Over seven yards a carry. Keep in mind, ASU had a sack in there too. So they were well over seven yards a carry in this game. Three touchdowns on the ground. They allowed a run of 54 yards. They allowed a run of 59 yards, of 22 yards. Four players had 56 or more rushing yards. Terrible. Just terrible. And this game was hard to watch. From the start to the finish, uh, This there, there's really not much to take out of this game. This is one of those games that you flush and you got to move on. Like, obviously, you got to look at some film, right? You need to go back and understand what went wrong, where it went wrong, how to improve. For sure, totally. But in the same token, there's almost nothing positive to take out of this game. Nothing to build off of. And equally, there's almost nothing positive defensively to figure out where to improve. It's just one of those games where you just got smacked around. It is what it is. It happens to the best of us. Alabama has had bad losses in their history. USC has had bad losses in their history. Ohio State, Michigan. It's no different. Happens to every team. It's just unfortunate that the Sun Devils were on the receiving side of it. And it's also unfortunate that you're going through a rebuild right now as you have to deal with that. And this is tough. This was tough to swallow. You know, I watched this game from start to finish, and there were times where I was feeling sorry for myself, for sure. I'm sitting there, I'm like, this sucks. I can't believe I have to watch this from start to finish. That's absolutely something to cross my mind. And I know that a lot of other people felt that way, too. And I'm sure even more people flat out turned the game off. Not a single person would blame you, either. This was a tough game to watch. If you stuck it out, and watch the whole game, let me know. Hit me up in the comments or on Twitter. I want to know who else suffered through all 60 minutes of that football game. Because I know I'm not alone, but I also know a lot of you tuned out. And again, I don't blame you at all. This was a hard game to subject yourself to. Your leading receiver was Giovanni Sanders with a single catch of 20 yards. Your leading rusher, Cameron Scadaboo, with 31 yards on 12 carries. Uh, Jacob Conover had just 41 passing yards. There, there was nothing to write home about on the offensive side of the football. It was just so abysmally terrible. Defense equally as bad. This is a game that you flush and you move on from. I want to talk to you guys about our friends over at Athletic Brewing Company, though, because it's once again time for them to bring you the game changer of the week. And much like Cameron Scadaboo, Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game by making beers, non-alcoholic beers, that actually taste good. Think about Cameron Scadaboo for a second. The guy can run, he can catch, he can pass, he can punt. He does it all, and he is the definition of a game changer for your team. Athletic Brewing Company has changed the non-alcoholic beer game by making those non-alcoholic beers that taste good. They're full of flavor and well-crafted like a full-strength beer. They're great-tasting, award-winning, and there's over 50 different styles of craft non-alcoholic beers, including IPAs, Goldens, Sours, and more. They're releasing limited time experimental styles to add to their variety. And of course, there's no hangovers ever. You can get Athletic Brewing Company in stores online 
and at bars around the country. You can also take a look at athleticbrewingcompany.com. First-time users can use the code Locked On to get 15% off your order. That's code Locked On at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Also got to talk to you guys about our friends over at LinkedIn. As you guys know, as small business owners, that sometimes it feels like a high stakes wager trying to make that right hire for your small business. You want to be 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. When I say faster, I mean faster. You can get your job posted in minutes. It's super simple to do. And once you do, add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you want to interview and hire. And as a small business owner, you know how important that right team member can be to have that positive and measurable impact on your business. So why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Again, that's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions will apply. Let's go ahead and wrap up our conversation now with kind of my overall thoughts. I normally, like I said, when I do these, it's kind of offense in the first half, defense in the second half. Not a lot of good to talk about, which is why we did it both in the first half. There is one good thing to talk about in this game, and it's this. These guys didn't quit. No matter what the score was, because it just got worse and worse and worse. 55 to 3, man. And that field goal came in the first quarter. And yet, you still saw guys hustling. You saw guys fighting, playing hard. And no point in time did they roll over on their backs and say, we quit. We're done. We're not going to play anymore. They were playing football for all 60 minutes. And yes, I know some people are going to say, well, they weren't playing good. And, you know, some people say, how could they be playing football if they gave up 55? I get it. Totally do. That to me, if you think that though, tells me you didn't watch the game. Because for the entirety of this 60 minutes, I saw these guys do everything they possibly could to fight in this game. In fact, under the Herm Edwards era, there was nothing like this to be found. These guys, when they would get down, feel sorry for themselves, and the coaching staff gave up on them. Guess what? It wasn't just the players. You want to know why the, the players stay motivated during games like this? It's because of Kenny Dillingham and the staff. Kenny Dillingham comes out here, and he takes responsibility every single week. He comes out. I got to do better. I need to do this. I need to watch film. This is on me. He has never pointed the blame. Nine games in. Nine games into a season where you've lost seven. At no point. 
has he ever said it was the quarterback's fault. It was the defense's fault. It was the offensive coordinator's fault. It was the tight end's fault. Never. Not special teams, not the offensive line. Heck, he doesn't even blame injuries. He will acknowledge that the injuries are there. And what does he say every time? Nobody cares about your circumstance. He says that every single time. He says, nobody feels sorry for you. So why on earth would he feel sorry for himself? Why would he feel sorry for his players? He's going to work at being better, not just for himself, but for his players. Instead of sitting there with a woe me attitude, Kenny Dillingham is constantly saying, I need to get better. And Kenny Dillingham is working hard every single week. I know that there's haters out there. And to you haters, I don't really know what to tell you, man. Because this is a guy that is clearly all in. This is a guy who is so bought into building the culture and rebuilding ASU's image, no matter how difficult it is. Because let's be real, this is one of the worst states that Arizona State has ever found itself in in the history of its football athletic program. There are very few few times throughout the over 100 years of football that this university has had that have been as dire and as drastically terrible as this is. And yet Kenny Dillingham's not backing down. He's getting up like Captain America and he's going, I can do this all day. He is the right man to get this place turned around. So if you're sitting there and you're like, I don't know if he's the right guy for the job. I don't know if you're the fan that I want rooting on the Sun Devils. Buy in. Buy in. It's going to be tough. You're going to get pissed off. You're going to swear. I was all of those yesterday. I was pissed off. I was swearing. Was not happy watching that football game. But you know what? I'm not giving up. I look at Kenny Dillingham and I say, that's the guy I want leading my team for the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 50 years. He's the one I want. He is already proving to me. He's the guy I want. From here, you got to see that the recruiting steps up. And then you got to see that coaching turn into wins. But I will tell you, with just three games remaining in this year, you heard it here. This is a successful season. Because you're seeing a culture be established and you are seeing the players, you're seeing the coaches, and you're even seeing fans that are buying in. This is a win, man. This is a good season. When you consider everything that was going against them, when you consider that Ray Anderson handed down the self-imposed sanctions so that ASU couldn't go to a bowl game no matter if they were 9-0 and or 2-7, or and seven. these guys never quit. These guys put their all in every single game. They leave it on the field. They play tough. This is a good season. Not in terms of wins and losses. If that's how you're going to measure it, you don't you don't understand the situation. I'll I'll just tell you that flat out. If you're trying to measure the success of Kenny Dillingham in the first year by wins and losses, you don't understand the state of this program. Sorry, not sorry, but that's what you get with an unscripted 
and unfiltered reaction. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Wherever you get your podcasts, hit like, subscribe, turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. And of course, stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Levels. I encourage you guys, say your piece in the comments. Hit me up on Twitter. I'm always looking to talk to some Sun Devil fans about everything that's going on with our program. Basketball season tips off on Wednesday. I will be having a season preview probably Tuesday to get ready for it. So make sure that you're subscribed for that, and I'll see you then. Till then, you keep it locked right here on Locked